Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Bob Afundo, who's the Chief Operating Officer of Wings and Rings. First off, we like to start these interviews on a more personal note. We uh, enjoy getting to know those who we're speaking with on a more personal level. So we'd love to know a little bit about you, your history, uh, your history with Wings and Rings, and maybe a fun fact about yourself. Do you have 14 kids? Do you like to scuba dive? Uh, what's a fun fact? Sure. Um, I've been in the restaurant business for over 40 years, um, so have a history with um both regional and national chains, as well as a few startups along the way over that period of time. So um, I've been with national companies like uh, KFC, uh, regional chains like Backyard Burgers and Racks Restaurants over the years. Uh, most recently, uh, I was president at Pizza Inn in Dallas, an iconic pizza brand in, uh, in primarily in Texas. Um, and also spent seven years at Garbanzo Mediterranean Grill in Denver, uh, where I did both franchising as well as the president's position there. So uh, over the years have primarily focused on operations and, uh, and franchising during that period of time. For those who may not be familiar with Wings and Rings, can you give us a brief history of the organization, what you guys do, how you do it, and maybe where you do it? Yeah, Wings and Rings has been in business, uh, initially started in the Cincinnati market uh, in 1984. Current ownership has had control of the business since 2005 and has really grown the business significantly. So um, Wings and Rings was primarily in the 80s and 90s, just a single digit unit uh, chain uh, local there in the Cincinnati market. Uh, franchising came into place uh, for Wings and Rings with new ownership, and they expanded into the Texas market and have grown the brand to over 60 stores in the U.S. and over 20 stores internationally. So about 85 stores total now for Wings and Rings. And I think um, over the years has really uh, been one of the best kept secrets in the industry, in my opinion, uh, prior to the pandemic. Uh, we had 12 consecutive years of same-store sales growth uh, while we were building uh, unit count um, and look to uh, see some further growth coming now uh, over the next couple of years. We've recently unveiled a new prototype, uh, which we call our G4 unit, uh, which you see pictured behind me. Uh, and basically, um, uh, with the advent of that design, uh, we've had a lot more interest in growth, both from existing franchisees as well as people outside the system. Recently, Wings and Rings partnered with uh, Miso Robotics to integrate AI and machine learning into the kitchen uh, at one of your locations. Can you tell us about the technology, how it works, and why you decided to implement it? Yeah, of course. Uh, let's let's start with the why. I, I think probably any restaurant company or retail company right now given the tight labor market across the U.S., our initial interest was really in finding a way to remove labor out of the back of the house uh, of our restaurants. And so that's what had us interested initially. But I really have to tell you that as we got into it and worked more closely with the MISO team, 
we saw this as a really unique opportunity to ensure only the highest quality product goes through our kitchen. Um, the, um, the robotics really do a great job of delivering the product exactly the way it was intended to be delivered when the chef developed the recipes. And so we've seen improved consistency and execution uh, through robotics and, and, uh, uh, and we really think that, you know, not only does it help us improve our quality, but could potentially give us the ability to redeploy labor that's currently in our kitchen to other parts of the restaurant, hopefully in guest service, which is a real opportunity throughout our industry right now as everyone struggles with labor. So that's been the key to making that work. Uh, Miso, we were really attracted to them because of the quality of their team. Uh, they've got some great engineers from uh, large restaurant chains throughout the industry. And we really felt like they understood us, understood our needs, and they were very aggressive in terms of customizing their base unit, Flippy 2, to, uh, to what we were trying to do with our products and our menu. Um, so it's a, um, it's a great system that really employs cameras to a large degree uh, to drive machine learning around the visual characteristics of both raw product and finished product. Um, and it does a great job of of delivering uh, on the recipe exactly the way it should have been executed. Uh, there's never distractions. There's never, you know, side conversations. It never has to walk across the kitchen to get get to the fryer. Um, it's doing a nice job so far. What impacts have you seen so far with Flippy 2 in the kitchen? How are the employees uh, reacting to the addition? Uh, is it kind of a threat? Do they view it as a compliment? You know, how, how is it perceived within the restaurant? You know, great question. We, I, I got to tell you, we were so nervous going into it uh, because we, we do have great employees that, uh, you know, we want to keep and grow and develop uh, with the organization. And so we were concerned that people would view this as uh, Flippy's here to take my job. Uh, and so I might as well start looking at other options. But I got to tell you, our team has been really great at getting excited about it, um, really helping us make the program successful. And I think in, in the long run, they've really looked at it as a peak under the tent, if you will, to the future of the restaurant industry. And it's kind of fun for them to be involved and have input and you know, give feedback to the MISO team about uh, how they'd like to see the Flippy do things a little bit different or you know, meet their needs going forward. So it's been great. I know Wings and Rings has a customer loyalty program, the Buffalo Saucita. Uh, can you tell us about it, uh, how it uh, came to be, and uh, a little bit about the program and how it's impacted with new technology? Sure. Uh, it's still relatively new. I think we're in our third year with the society. So we feel like we're still ramping up, feel like there's uh, as, as pleased as we are with the program, still feel like there's plenty of opportunity to grow going forward. Um, our goals with the program are really to, um, uh, you know, get closer to our guests, um, uh, to interact with them, build relationships with them and drive frequency. That's really what we're, we're trying to do. 
Um, what we have found so far, we keep the program very simple. Uh, every dollar that's spent once, once someone is registered uh, earns them a point. Once they have 100 points, uh, that gets translated into a $10 reward uh, that's um, available on the app or emailed to them um, and available to them. So it's pretty straightforward. Uh, what we've noticed so far is that uh, our frequency with our loyalty members is much higher uh, than normal, over two times that of our standard, one of our standard guests. But the great news is that that number is building all the time. So in the last year, we've seen a lot of growth on that number. Um, and we're excited about where it's headed um, going forward. So when you look at the KPIs and metrics that your brand has regarding customer loyalty, can you talk about some of the uh, metrics you have, how you measure your short and long-term goals with regard to customer loyalty? We, uh, we have a scorecard that applies to our business, which we evaluate every Monday. Um, our business weekends on Sunday nights so every Monday morning by 9.30 or so, we've got the metrics from the previous week, but, you know, obviously we were looking at top line sales. Uh, we're looking at same store sales, but we also look at the things that drove that. So uh, some of that growth may come from average check, especially in an environment like today where you've got so much inflation going on, yeah. but more importantly, we're looking at transaction count where what kind of frequency of visit do we have from our franchise, from our uh, customers? How how frequently are they visiting us? Um, that's a real key indicator to maybe the health of our business. And then beyond that, uh, you know, we'll look closely at our prime costs. You know, whenever those numbers are available, um, and and continue to look at the health of our franchisees. Uh, we're very focused on their long-term health at the store level and uh, and their ability to grow going forward. What do you think the number one benefit your organization offers to your consumers? You know, why should guests come to Wings and Rings uh, over another uh, organization who may serve Wings? Yeah, no, that's the, that's the tough question, right? That everybody spends time thinking about and trying to perfect. I think, you know, we feel very strongly um, and I'll give our CEO Nader the credit behind this for what he's done with the brand over the years. But um, we've always viewed ourselves as the place people go to connect. Uh, they're connecting over sports. Uh, they're looking, you know, they're looking for that environment where they can connect with friends. Um, and uh, and we feel we provide that by really offering. Um, Crave-worthy food, especially the wings and the rings that we provide our guests. Um, we look very closely at um, the service we provide to guests. We think that separates us, and we've always tried to make the environment better for our guests as well. So, um, you know, we, we've tried to create those things as really points of difference versus the competition. Um, I think probably the most brilliant strategic decision early on for the brand, and I've, I've only been with the brand a little over two years, was the decision to make sure the food was better than our competition. So well, what we wanted was the, um, we wanted to be able to, to present a reason for our guests 
to come seven days a week to not have to wait for the next big game, <laughs> the next big event that could be watched on TV. Um, in our minds, if the food was right, um, people were going to show up for sports. Um, you know, that part wasn't, wasn't the hard part. It's, uh, it's providing the high quality food uh, that they expect uh, on a daily basis and in an environment that they like with friendly people doing it. And the last question we have for you, somewhat self-serving, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your organization? You know, great question as well. I think, um, you, you know, we are the type of organization that we're always trying to learn and we're always trying to benchmark our performance in all categories against the best players in the industry. So uh, we, we'd always love the opportunity because of the interaction you all have with so many other chains out there. We'd love to understand maybe what those best practices are and, and how we could stand to improve our program. Well, thank you very much, Bob, for taking the time to talk to us today. It was great getting to know you on a more personal level and also learning more about Wings and Rings and your approach to not only technology, but your customer loyalty uh, facing efforts as well. Uh, looking forward to hearing more from you and your team in the, in the coming years. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone else, for listening. And make sure you join us again soon for our leaders in customer loyalty.